0: Hi, you're listening to Track Changes, the podcast of Postlight, a digital product studio at 101 Fifth Avenue in New York City. My name is Paul Ford. I am the co-founder of Postlight, And I am Rich Ziotti, the other co-founder, the second co-founder of Postlight, Or the first, and I'm the second. It's always tricky. Whatever. Anyway... Rich, I'll tell the people what Postlight does. You think I should give it a go? Give it a go. I always do this. All right. So Postlight is a company, and you call us up, and you say, "Hey, I need to build an app or a platform or a website or a thing that's digital that's awesome and wonderful. And we say, great. We have a process for that, and we're going to help you out. We're going to tell you exactly what we're going to build, and we're going to tell you what it's going to cost, and then we're going to be friends forever. That's how our company works. If you need us, hello at postlight.com is the email address to use. That was incredibly efficient. I'm trying. I'm trying to get to the meat, you know, get to the, or if you're vegan, to the fake meat that is the core of the show.
1: All right, there's a title. Fake meat is exactly. going to be the title of this podcast.
0: So we were walking in here and you were talking to me about security. And, you well, know, we let, let's just acknowledge something, Paul. What?
1: Uh, this will be the least listened to podcast <laughs> out of all of track changes to date, which is what? We're up to 60 Seventy, yeah, something. It's, a, it's amazing. I mean, I mean, what a run! First of all, oh, thanks yeah. to all Epic. our listeners and fans. Yes, we all that you. fan mail we get is just. Sometimes you're having that day, and then you get that email, and even though it usually starts with "Hi, Paul," I still it still warms my heart um, because I get the afterglow uh, of it, and so. Thank you for, for those emails. I just, I just want to thank you for sending Paul those emails because I'm CC'd. And that's me. One day
0: we actually should break down the actual division of labor in our
1: company. But today is not that day. Today is not that day. So everyone, that the, the new phone, you what know, would be funny. We're recording this before the iPhone announcement. But when you may listen to it, it'll probably be after. You'll be on the likely. other side of that great yeah, divide. And, and what we should do is talk about the features unveiled as if we know them.
0: Let's do that for five minutes. Oh, I don't know. I think something about uh, augmented reality, that'll be Well, We know about that already. You know, I'm just not paying attention. Also, I'm very angry with T-Mobile right now and having a big fight with them because they're charging me for two phones for two years.
1: Yeah, but the, the phone is, it, your thumb works throughout the phone as, as far as security goes like there's no button anymore here's
0: oh i see you're saying that you could be able to log in just by touching it they'll know who you are
1: and your face by your the face. way sure face is tricky you know i
0: saw this recently there's a samsung and you can hold up a picture on some of someone from like facebook
1: and it'll open the phone it'll open the phone yeah that's that's the challenge with this right you have to somehow distinguish pictures from real human oh, heads. It's
0: such a weird world. There's a lot yeah. of AI recognizing people Yeah, stuff going on. Oh,
1: by the way, it's going to become a Tumblr or some sort of horrible uh, little like two-minute funny video thing where people use their... <sighs> I'm trying to say this in as nice a way as possible. Use their undergarment region... To
0: unlock their phones. That wouldn't be Tumblr. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, All right, so the phone's coming out.
1: Phone's coming out. Well, first off, I can't believe they came out with a, a, a nine-inch phone.
0: It's going to be more camera, right? I It'd know, be like but a, did you expect it to be as long as a loaf of bread? No, I didn't. I didn't, but it's worth the $13,000 for me because <laughs> it's the primary device that I use every I mean, day.
1: And the fact that it can roll up into your pocket... And then just sort of unfurl. I'm on just the really train. glad
0: finally that Apple has acknowledged that they've turned my hands into into immobilized claws, and so <laughs> the device really works well just by me hitting it with the back of my hand or or, or with my face. Yeah, because yeah. literally, I will find myself in bed at, at night trying to get to bed like playing right. Temple Run, and uh, feeling shivers of pain up yeah. and down my hands, not and that's the sign to keep going.
1: Not only does it unlock the phone with your face but you can scroll up
0: and down with your tongue. Do you still get excited by new iPhones?
1: You know, no, not excited. I'm done. Definitely not excited. Look, I'm a technology guy. They are at the front edge of how
0: It's cool that they can pack so much and so little.
1: And and, and, and the design, I mean, it's second to none in terms of how much they care about. To give the audience a, a
0: sense, our entire office will shut down. There's a meeting. There's a meeting on the books. Yeah. People will bring up the big screen, sit around, and watch the Apple event for however many hours. Oh, yeah. Apologies in advance to our clients. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which, by the way, that event has gotten longer and longer over time. And oh, it's like a twelve-hour yeah,
0: spectacle of dudes in purple striped shirts. It
1: it's doesn't have the, the, the that sort of aura that Steve Jobs brought to it. Tim Cook sounds like a barbecue. Now, nobody, shop there's owner, nobody who can really, barbecue
0: restaurant. Nobody owner. can bring. It. Nobody can bring the drama because the thing with Jobs is you're like, wow, this could really go wrong. This. Not only that, but he, you get the sense that he hated all of us Yeah, as he was doing it. Yeah, but he loved the thing. He's like, I oh. need to show you this. Oh, yeah. It was cult-like, right. for sure. Whereas now it's just sort of like, hi, I'm an extremely experienced manager, and I'd like to tell you about the five different types of bandwidth that yeah. you're going to be able to exploit. In order to do all kinds of things, you'll yeah. be able to watch a movie. Yeah, while you're you
1: didn't know what I was going. You didn't know the capabilities you yourself as a human being had until I
0: came to you right now and unlocked them. That was him, right? And the that new ones. Him. The new ones are just like this camera, twenty-eight megapixels. Yeah, cause they get the camera guy up and he uh, talks about do.
1: depth of field. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Relax with that. Anyway, it's just a camera. When this, when it this- is look, seven plus. I own one.
0: It is a spectacular camera. When the podcast goes out, just think of a lot of people in a room watching people from Apple present their products. That's what's happening in PostLate right now, as we speak. As we speak. Yeah. All right. So look, let's stop talking about Apple. So there's
1: a facet of this is security. Yes, and it's been it, a
0: week for security.
1: It's been a rough. So 10 the first days. thing,
0: Equifax, which I think is probably one of the least liked companies in the history of ever. Well, Equifax. they're quasi, they're almost Equifax.
1: like quasi, I think it's Equifax. Equifax. Right. It's quasi-governmental, right? It's right. like they essentially hold your credit record, and that's a necessary part of a healthy uh, moving economy so that you can decide if someone should get some of your money for a little while before you take it back.
0: Right, although their, their ways of doing that and their ability, their appeals process has long left something to be desired. It's a process. You haven't had right? bad credit in a while.
1: By the way, I want to pitch somebody. Uh, thecreditpeople.com. Oh, really? Is this phenomenal service. You pay them like 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the price has changed. And they scour your credit report and they go and fight. They fight everything on it. Really? And they try to w- clean stuff up and they... Ga- I think they guarantee you... I don't want to speak for them here. This is not an ad. I, they guarantee you they'll bring it down. They bring it up, sorry. Yeah. And they'll remove like black marks off your Wait, report. did you
0: ever have to do this?
1: I just did it because like, well, I mean, if I can improve my credit report for 300 bucks, that's worth it. Sure. And they sure. brought it up. Really? They brought it up. They removed two like weird things on it and it just I didn't know up. that was a
0: service you could buy. So you can it's, buy a credit improving service.
1: It's great. It's all online. You have to talk to a human being. If they can't find... Ha- you,
0: you do or don't have to talk to a human being? You don't. But okay.
1: here's what they do. And this happened to someone else I know who tried it. You sign up and you pay them Mm -hmm. and if they see there is no room for improvement, they give you a phone call and they tell you, I'm sorry, we can't help you. Your score is where it is. And we're going to refund you your money. Track
0: Change is brought to you by thecreditpeople.com. Dude, it's and great. I know, I know. Just I, I'm
1: just, it's just a nice little I don't think I've ever thing. heard
0: you endorse anything. It's at this really, level, really cool. And, it, like, and frankly, a, a really meaningful service
1: because credit is no, um, very stressful.
0: Those little pieces of bread with the quail eggs on them at the Lebanese restaurant we like, and this. These are the two things you've endorsed heavily.
1: I hate everything else, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Onward to well, we're in security here. Equifax. Well, this is
0: a bad scene, right? Because they've got social security numbers. They've got they've got driver's license numbers. They've got the code to your whole life. You know, somebody gets this data about you, they can go. You know, the the real key. Recently, we had a thing happen where we have a health insurer here at Postlight, and they sent me and my wife and a couple other people in the company an email saying, "Hey, uh, we need you to verify all the people in your family, including your kids." And we kind of freaked out because what they wanted was the birth certificates of our children. And that's the gold standard. If you can get the birth certificate of like a it's scary. six-year-old kid, yeah. you can do all sorts of identity fraud stuff. And so we talked to them for quite a while and then figured out that they, they promised that if we did send them paper records, they would destroy them afterwards. So that's their policy. And so we, I promise. Yeah. I mean, that's we don't know. It could all yeah. be scanned in. Yeah. But we didn't want to give them anything else, so we did that because we live in fear now. My brother had his his identity stolen. Uh, it's, I mean, I'm still living with the social security number I, I got when I was 11 years wait, old.
1: Wait, so wait, did they give your brother a new social security number? Yeah, he had to get everything.
0: Wow. Yeah, because I mean, was, you know, like Estonian dudes had stolen his amex. No and kidding. Everything. Yeah,
1: it's scary, and this is apparently one of the worst breaches in the history of. Technology. Well, I mean, the
0: vast majority of American consumers are we're inside of are Equifax. Inside of this. And yeah. they, who knows what data I, Equifax also apparently, um, before the breach was announced, a few of the executives managed to sell some of their stock. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and they're saying that they just hadn't heard of it yet three days before. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to check that. Check well, that's, the email that's not our job. That's not our. We just we just repeat yeah, what we, we read repeat. on Twitter.
1: So security technology i mean this is what do we do about security here let's talk about it for a minute as an as a citizen as a user no as a company like we have
0: we build web platforms that have people's data in them yes that's Um, something we do yes i'll Uh, tell you the first policy i always like is don't collect the data if you can it'll all help it great if you can if you can if
1: you can don't collect it
0: you know great, a, great advice all the way to like name email i email feels a little bit like you you're okay with email if the email gets kind of disposable yeah it is i mean it's imperfect and and if but if if there is an email leak yeah. um, then uh, it's not the worst thing in the world there's a great website called have i been pwned have you ever seen this thing no it's a guy named I think his name is Troy Hunt. He's Australian.
1: Have I been P zero W N A D E or
0: or it might just be Have I been owned? But it uh, you can put in your email address and he'll tell you which hacks you've been found in. No kidding. Oh, it's great. That's It'll really tell you cool. like okay, you got caught in the Adobe hack. You got caught yep. in this. So there's like I'm I have been my information has leaked out particularly around my email probably eight times. Wow. In big hacks and probably a hundred in others. Wow, wow. I have a particular tack when it comes
1: to this stuff. I'm well, sure I haven't checked this. I'm sure I've been hacked. I don't give a shit. Sure. I pretty much just want to get on with life. I cannot... Like something happened to my Netflix account. All of a sudden, I had it in 1Password. Another thing I could plug, but I think... Yeah, we all knows. like 1Password. It's a password storage system. That's yeah. really if you
0: handy. don't use it at this point in your personal life, you need to just use it. Yeah, there's yeah.
1: LastPass, too. But
0: 1Password's kind of the good one. Yeah. Just go get 1Password. No, let's not do that, Paul. LastPass is good, too. 1Password's good.
1: They're both very good. Oh, yeah. Everybody should be happy. But here. just
0: protect your passwords.
1: Protect your passwords. So it's in 1Password. It's Netflix. I'm logged in forever. All of a sudden, I can't log in. Mm-hmm. And... Something happened, right? Like, I can tell when something happened. And they said, well, just go reset your password. Netflix was pretty casual about it. Like, do the email into the email account on record and go. I said, okay, I did that and I was okay. But what that told me was that they got into the the, the details that Netflix has, which can then snowball into a lot of other fun stuff. So I was watching all my other activity but generally speaking I can't I,
0: you'll just be paralyzed The problem is that the, the to be truly secure is an unbelievable amount of cognitive load It's ex- exactly like you need okay two-factor authentication and so like I use I don't just do two-factor authentication through SMS. So in case you don't know what it is, you log in with a password, right? And then it sends you an SMS and it says... To your phone. Yeah, and it says like, okay, here's your six-digit number. Put this in too, and now you're logged in. I don't do that. I use a thing called Google Authenticator that creates like special keys that you can use. Uh, it turns out people are like, no, 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 you shouldn't use it. You should use the one that's inside of uh, 1Password on your phone. <laughs> and then other people are like, no, no, get a Yubi key. That's a USB key that you plug in that generates a little code for you. Like, you're never done. You're never done. You're never done. Look, this is, as long as humans created the
1: wall on one side, there are humans on the other side who will bang away at it. That's just life and how
0: it's going to work. So, I mean, people come to us and they say, like, we need to build a thing and it needs to be secure. Yeah. So, and,
1: tip... One, as a builder, if you don't have to hold on to the data,
0: don't. Guys, the best. It's like the code you don't write, you don't have to debug. It's just like, don't Correct. get their names, don't get their zip codes unless you absolutely have some business reason to. That's right. That's right. Oh, and when they give you their credit card number, if you're selling something, try to get somebody else to take the credit card number. Well, that was going to be my tip too. Yeah. There are services and
1: systems out there that have thought a lot longer than you about this problem and how to button it up. And the more you can leverage bonafide platforms that are out there that think about this stuff and think about how to store the stuff and how to build really, really strong walls around
0: it, use them. Honestly, and just even the big ones like Square, Stripe, PayPal, like yeah. those are fine those yeah, are fine exactly. I mean if, if uh, there's a lot of optics around using those services people want to feel like they have their own store and they can compete with uh, like Amazon yeah but if you can just like culturally avoid it c- I don't think consumers care very much I think they're okay with going like oh no. I'm going over to Square you
1: also get familiar with the process there's yeah. that one that's point of sale which was it called Revel yeah that's it's right it's starting to get really popular and it's just it's fine
0: this it's used to be fine. this used to be an absolute hold on I want to talk off. about tips Okay, QCO, more tips, more security no, tips. No, 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 no.
1: I'm talking about the cultural and the customs that can arise around tipping. These little little kiosks that spin around so you can sign your name with your finger, uh-huh. Uh-huh. ask you if you want to tip. Right. I just saw someone behind the cash register for about 10 seconds. I brought up my Charleston Chew, Yeah. and it's asking me if I want to tip them. Yeah. For Christ's sake, five years ago, imagine that guy would have said,
0: Hey, can you tip me? I don't know what to tell you.
1: I mean, look, actually, five years ago, there might have been a little can in certain you know where
0: this started this was like a barista thing you started going into the um, what is more exhausting than a barista well or it's, it's i don't know i don't know what's more exhausting see, it's than
1: funny a it's like how these customs arise is interesting but bartenders remember, forever
0: yeah and you go into i remember going to fancy coffee shops in new york city in like the late 90s yeah and that's where i started to see like people behind the counter just sort of asking for tips here's the problem with that like i and actually i remember going to one and and like if you tip pretty regularly, sometimes they'd give you a free cup of coffee. Yeah, but it's not with the bartenders; you tend to get a buyback, and you know, there's like a little, a little more culture around it. Well, also, you're, you, when you're sitting drinking at a bar, and we got to point out: stop. We are incredibly generous tippers. I mean, I, no, no, I, no. I, we we go, are. We're we like are like regular thirty, forty percent. You say like, no
1: when you go to like the juice place, and that she spins the the Revel point of sale thing around, and it says, "It's just a no." Ten percent, fifteen percent. It depends on the
0: day, and usually I'll throw like the the lowest on, or just nothing, or you know. I mean, the the problem is like you. It depends if somebody just like handed me a cup. I mean, I'm just like, what's happening here? Yeah,
1: and I don't mean to be mean about it. It's Just it feels like okay. When did this come into play? It's more cognitive load. You know, I always
0: tip the. You know, I, I just feel
1: bad. Like I, I want to leave the store before she spins it back around again. <sighs> All right, that's not what this is about. This no, is about security. No, and I mean,
0: it's really tricky though because it's like, it's just bad experience because you don't know what the it should be in the freaking charge. Like if you're going to no, buy the- No, 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 no. No, not the tip, but it's just like pay the person. Here's the thing, like tipping, tipping is there to kind of accommodate for the fact that somebody's probably underpaid.
1: Is that true? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Waitresses make below minimum wage, things like that. Like, you need tipping for them to survive. Like, it's a screwed up part of our economy. And then all of a sudden, it's just kind of everywhere. And it's very perplexing. It's like, what's the right thing to do here? Right. Because I what we really should have... I'd rather pay an extra $3 for the juice, frankly. I could just give me, like, our $2 or whatever so that there's enough money for that person to get that money from her paycheck. Yeah. And instead... Well, this they tried this, right? Isn't there, like collective tipping that's in the
1: bill please do not tip your server this is all a disaster because everything's a disaster give
0: people just pay people some money yeah. for the when, work they do
1: when we send invoices at postlight mm-hmm. there is a line item for a tip that says tip and no one's ever no, no one has
0: ever given us 15% on an 18 month engagement no anyway uh, boy we really resolved okay, we that one we went from security tips to tips <laughs> I wouldn't say we did that <laughs>
1: okay fair enough alright anyway recap ca- capitalism bullet one If you don't need to keep the data, don't. That's right. Bullet two, use services that have been thinking about and have fortified themselves around security, especially if you're talking about money. What's
0: the third? I have a good one. There's one that's pretty abstract, but it's important, which is that you can encrypt and secure information that you can't see, but your user can, right? Like they can put information in there, ways to sort of like... Keep things muddy so that if somebody downloaded the entire database, they wouldn't actually be able to go in and uh, get the stuff. Get the stuff. That's a good point. But the user can use it. It might be about the geography. It might be about the their name. It might be about their zip code. Whatever. Any important data. You. There are ways to. There's a good book about this that I recommend. It's called Translucent Databases, and it's just about the kind of tools and techniques that you would do to semi-obscure and make. Make information instead of transparent or opaque, translucent. It's by a guy yep. named Peter Weiner, and it's just like a good. You read this book? Yeah, years ago, and like I, over a weekend. Yeah, it just kind of comes up from time to time because it's it's literally oh, this like, is an important point. Actually. You don't have to store. If you need to store stuff, you conceive of ways to encrypt it yeah. so that it can't just be grabbed. And the way that that actually really works out a lot is is passwords. Yeah. All right,
1: Paul. Uh, three excellent tips. Well Let's just recap the third one. This means that if, if they got through and they got the data and it's in their hands, they open the box, meaning they stole it out of your office. Yeah, but they may not be able to know what's in. They, and they'll open that box and they can't read it. That's right. And that's a nice extra step of protection. So, Paul, I want to talk about the first $20 Postlight ever made.
0: Oh, that's, let's talk about that.
1: It's worth noting that the very first time Postlight received some money, it was in cash, irs if you're listening and it was twenty dollars i kid you not and it was i think we put it up somewhere like you know the deli owners who put up the dollar
0: we did we put it up on before we moved offices it was up i wonder where it is
1: yeah it's somewhere yeah. it was thumbtacked up i think it's in right? a box so what was this 20 dollars? how did we earn that 20 dollars? i'm gonna keep names extremely anonymous here i'm not even gonna use names
0: so that, i'm gonna you, say my friend toby Your friend, Toby, who works in a civic capacity...
1: In a civic capacity, called me up and said, Rich, I think you know the dark web, right? Now, great question. Now, mind you, there is no (laughs) doubt in my mind that Toby has no idea what the dark web is. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Mm, Toby, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) So something had happened at that time. The entire Ashley Madison database had been compromised.
0: That is correct.
1: Right. And for those that don't know, Ashley Madison is a website that facilitates cheating on your partner.
0: Life is short, have an affair. That
1: was have that. An aff- Is that their slogan? Yeah. Life is short, have an affair. And it got entirely compromised. All the data was dumped out into the world. To the point, like, it's just to highlight what this meant there were there were people trying to blackmail other people, saying, "Hey, yeah, I will get in touch with your wife It or was your an husband. automated
0: blackmail engine because it had everybody 's information, it had who had paid them right. and it had their profiles, and That's right. all that stuff. So this is a bad hack. Like this is a full-on nuclear. We got everything, kind of hack. This was bad.
1: Down yeah. to credit cards. The other one
0: that was, I mean, you're talking. The other one that was very different, but like when when Sony got hacked and all of their email and all of their files, that, and a all couple of, their, of movies. Yeah, this was no, North Korea, but, right? and also like their, yeah, I think so, and all of their uh, like financials. Brutal. It was bad. Cost people their careers. It was bad. So it, Toby says, "Hey, do you mind if I?" I'll
1: pay you for this. I'm like, what's going on, Toby? I I just need you to look up if my stuff is in there.
0: In the Ashley Madison database. In the Ashley Madison. So what we realized then is that Toby has been up to no good. Been up to no good.
1: He shows up at his office with three of his buddies. Yeah.
0: And I said, relax, Toby. Let's go grab some sandwiches first. And you actually had turned to me and been like, hey, Paul. Can you oh. get all the Ashley Madison data off the dark web? No, off, like, I, <laughs> I just downloaded it off of like a torrent and was like, yeah, sure. Let's go take a look at it. Yeah. I mean this was, this was Paul's having a good time. This is unfortunately how I do have fun. I download large data sets and, and play with them. He does. Uh, this was a, just a MySQL database, like a really generic open source thing. And it took me a couple hours and I had a working copy of the entire Ashley Madison database. Sitting there waiting to be probed. I was like a one person, Ashley Madison, waiting to be probed.
1: <laughs> yes. We went down and got sandwiches. I remember I had a egg salad. Uh, oh, yeah, I had like a
0: turkey. turkey yeah. sandwich.
1: And we all came back upstairs. And Paul, is plu- he's plugged in his external hard drive. He's starting to set things up. Toby and his buddies won't sit down. And they're, they're actually kind sweating. Of pacing. What I remember is they're sweating. I think one of them was sweating. Yeah. It was just a, there was tension in the room.
0: And they, they they had a lot of names written in pencil on the back of an envelope. This, <laughs> this was a bad I have, I, I've known a lot of people who do a lot of different kinds of things. But this was the portrait of dudes who'd gotten up to no good. <laughs> essentially
1: standing I don't own. think I'd ever seen a set uh, of
0: dudes who just simply gotten up to no good yeah. and were red-handed.
1: All right, so I'm going to fast forward here. The next thing you know, Paul is reciting out loud. Well, no,
0: wait. First they asked me before we get to that cuz that's an important part. First they're like, "Hey, can you search for this name?" And it's like ding 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 and it's just like and the guy just <laughs> nods and goes like, "All right, it's better to no. know." It's better to know. <laughs> and uh, then another guy asked me to search for a name, and we search, and he goes, okay, okay, that's not me. But it is my brother-in-law.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. And then... I and remember
0: then, this. And then we're trying to figure all out. Families are unraveling here. Oh, yeah. And we're watching the... like, And I'm all I'm like, oh, wow, this is a odd how they've denormalized this relational database. And I'm like, I think I found your account. And the guy goes, well, how do you know it's mine? And I was like do you like long walks on the beach and spicy like paprika? <laughs> and he just goes, yeah, that's me. Oh, goodness. that's me. Goodness. gracious." So they just were all like, it's better to know it's better to know. Yeah. And then, uh, you were very soothing. They're like, all right, what's our exposure here? And you're like, I think a private investigator might make use of this in the future, but I don't think this is going to be too widely available.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, uh, I- he called me the next day.
0: There was a lot of also just because there's a lot of plausible deniability in here. Like we never talked about what anyone did. No, 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 they, no. This, this was
1: about had you, analyzing data. Have
0: you signed up for a service or not? Could you do me a favor? Rich, my old yeah. friend. Yeah. And uh, I've never had an experience like that since yeah. or before in my entire life. And he called me the next day
1: and he said, what do I do? Rich? And I said, listen, man, uh, news moves fast. This will be gone in 10 days unless your wife or your husband is deeply suspicious uh, about what's going on and really runs after it. It's just going to go away. And I got to tell you, it's weird. You know, the Godfather, it's family above morality in its own weird way. It's like, you know, I've often said to my friend, you're a filthy pig. Yeah. And, get your shit together. But at the same time, I, I don't feel like I have the high ground to ruin his, his family. You don't, you don't. You it's don't. Very, this is, but a, do you,
0: are we facilitating Paul? Do you want to the honest answer? Yeah. Yeah. Know, we bad. didn't, but I mean the, the probably the ethical thing to do if we were actively concerned with not, not damaging, help at all. Yeah. It would be to be like, I'm sorry. I just can't help you. You know what it was? It was too much of a
1: fun technical well, expedition. it was a puzzle
0: it was like hey can you get the Ashley Madison data and figure it out and I was like yeah sure what I did probably wasn't ethical almost definitely wasn't I was exploiting you know information that I should never well you had. should never be looking at that information anyway that's right the fact that it was available but yeah just curiosity overwhelmed everybody but the- if
1: you're in Ashley Madison and you're inside aren't you kind of on, on an ethical low ground here and so all bets are off I just like, know that you didn't we- get to the this
0: is in the user store of the uni- of the Red Cross. No, and this was all over. I just erased. I did the like nine times erase on the hard drive. Did you really? I just wanted. I didn't feel right yeah. after. Like I just yeah. didn't. I didn't replace it with zeros, kind of a thing. Because I was like, should I look for people I know in this data? And then I was like, no, yeah. th- this is horrible. Like yeah. I don't. I don't... People do stuff in their lives. They have reasons for their own... I, I don't want to judge people who've had affairs. I've known lots of people who've had affairs. Yeah. They've worked it out. Some haven't. Some have gotten divorced. Some haven't. This is why this podcast is good. We've gone bigger than security. We've gone humanity. <laughs> this is the con- these are the consequences of security, right? Like you literally lose your identity. We've allowed corporations to control and own your identity. You g- have a momentary or much more than momentary impulse to... Yeah. By momentary, we mean 18 months. Yeah, I mean, you want to, you want to, your marriage for whatever reason isn't working, and you're going to go do something else. Meanwhile, Ashley Madison, if I remember, had like all these bots because of course there were probably like seven women on the service. Oh yeah, forty four million mean, men. It's Ashley Madison. Yeah, not, there's no mission statement on Ashley Madison, right? I don't know. Do we? We did the. Ro- I think we did the wrong thing, but we did it because that's your friend. The re. No, that's not why we
1: did it. We did it because we thought it'd be totally cool to plug in two terabytes of greasy human beings.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's too fascinating an artifact. I couldn't turn away.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Anyway, we apologize. I um, do, I we do. We don't that want to be judged. But um, as
0: part of the suite the sp- of
1: services Postlight
0: offers... <laughs> we do not offer those services. We, <laughs> we like big data and analytics. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, we, that a was slip- a tangent, Paul. Slippery we can't slope. end on that note. No, no, slippery slope. We gotta, we gotta leave it with something. Um, Game of uh, Thrones? No, I have no idea.
1: No, no. Let's talk about that one last feature on the new iPhone. Mm. That not only does it recognize your face, but it picks up your facial expression and brings forward a response. For example, if you seem sad, it'll make a little yellow ball dance across the screen if I, you seem happy right it I, throws I, out a little high five hand and so you can high five your phone
0: i guess you have to see it
1: <laughs> i guess you have to see it um, all right well look what congrats? Else is- i think it's a thousand dollars paul for the new phone they just keep going and <sighs> I, going
0: i can't talk about the iphone anymore unless we have to talk about something else before we samsung say samsung note Eight. Hey, I'll tell you. Here's the thing. I got my kids computers for their birthdays. (gasps) Did you really? I did. I got them Chromebooks. That's kind of awesome. I had a big conversation on Twitter about what to get them. And many people were like, get them iPad tablets used. But I was like, you know, we already argue about my phone and games and stuff like that all the time. Turns out the Chromebooks are standard throughout uh, a lot of the education system. Yep. And they're also, uh, they start at like $100. Is that true? They're very low cost. It's like 150. I went up to like 200. And it's 200 each cuz they're twins. This is one of the more expensive things I'll ever have. It's funny with kids cuz then you're like, "Oh, I need desks <laughs> and then I need yeah. keyboard covers." Anyway, they're ready. They're ready. They're 6 years old and they're incredibly excited. And what's funny about buying computers for kids is that you actually are not buying them to be used all the time. Like the things I buy, I'm like, "I'm going to beat on these." And they are going to beat on them, but I really want them to use them maybe 20 minutes a day. Yeah. But at this point, yeah. I want them to send a couple emails to grandma. That's really just, cool. And I want them to, they want to watch YouTube and I get that. Like, let's do that. Is there like filtered mode? That's the thing. It's Chromebook. So you just sort of like.
1: Are there check boxes? YouTube so, kids.
0: Yeah. They're very locked down. So you can't go
1: search. Like there's a, there's a series of videos that I have mm. where there's a man who balloons,
0: has don't just don't don't do it. Intimately, do it. Let, let's talk about my kids and their computers, not the balloons. All right, but okay. a, my point is, can you block that stuff out? <sighs> we'll do. It. I mean, there's YouTube for kids. I can turn that on. You can constrain the apps they can get access okay. to. Okay, okay, cool. So I mean, we'll. All right, that's really cool. We'll figure way. it out. But the reality is that's coming for my kids. They're sure. going to be in the room with me when they're using them. Sure, they're going to. I'm putting them in the little office space that we have, and they're going to. Uh, that's very cool. Yeah. So, very it's, cool. so, so it, th- this podcast has been brought to you by. Thecreditpeople.com,
1: one password,
0: Chromebooks, Acer Chromebook, Acer. Is that what you got? An I Acer? Got two Acer's, yeah. Acer Chromebook. Oh, and they're going to switch to Linux for uh, Minecraft. Whoa. Yeah, because you can't play it right on the Chromebook. You have to actually switch into the developer mode. That's heavy. Yeah, but it's another way to supervise. Like they can't get into Linux on their you own. You want your
1: six year old to get into Linux?
0: No, I want them. To, they want to get. They want to play Minecraft. So all I know is they won't be able to get into Linux on their own. <laughs> they're going to have to come to me got it i was trying to just constrain it i want a half hour here a half hour there not like seven hours of. they'll know, sit there and stare at it it's yeah. terrible right because they're quiet and it's kind of nice but i don't want that we don't yeah. we don't want that okay so yeah chromebooks minecraft brought to you by everything
1: and ashleymadison.com
0: Postlight. uh paul this was great we <laughs> wanted to talk about security but i we have just no could idea not help ourselves we can we just tell the people it's been a long week
1: it's, nobody people you trying to put a human face on this no
0: you're right we shouldn't even try you said a really good thing to me early on when we were becoming friends you were like we were, we were complaining I don't know about like you know single source chocolate or something and you were just like you know most people are just trying to get a piece of fish <laughs> there it is right there it is so, Paul yeah, on that note on that note be we have, thankful we have our piece
1: of fish we do have our we piece do. of we fish we are very grateful and I hope you have a beautiful piece of fish. Uh, this has been Track Changes, the, the podcast, the official podcast. Don't be fooled of Postlight. Give us the address, Paul. You love giving the address. It's a
0: digital, I never thought that I would ever have an office at 101 Fifth Avenue in New York City. 10th floor. That's right. Uh, We're
1: above a Zara, by the way, so you can knock out two tasks at once. <laughs> that's right. That's
0: right. Then I have a lot of things on my size. <laughs> hello at postlight.com is the email to use give us five stars on itunes and we're going to see you again next week thank you for listening to this extraordinary range of topics and subjects and we love you have a great week bye bye